Hey friends, welcome to the Happy Healthy Mindful Podcast with me, Coach Jen. I'm a suicide attempt survivor, an anxiety conqueror, an Enneagram One that loves strong coffee, and I can even create a kick-ass charcuterie board. Life is crazy, right? But despite what gets thrown at us, we can handle anything. On this podcast, we'll talk about stress, organization, or the lack of it, how to roll with the punches and be okay with change, and most importantly, how to live the happy, healthy life that you deserve. Let's start the show. All right, friends, today we're going to talk about change, the almighty dreaded five-letter word six letter word. (laughs) Change is really hard and can be really hard. And there can be good changes and there can be bad changes. And if you are thinking like I am and looking back in history, you will notice that the past year was really difficult for a lot of people because of the change that we experienced. So we're going to start there. Let's look at the changes that happened over the past year. Yes, we dealt with COVID, this crazy virus that spread like wildfire and basically shut down the world. And we had to deal with a pandemic. And most of us on this planet today have probably never had to deal with something like that, myself included. And so it was a little scary. And dealing with something that was completely out of my control, made it a little hard to handle. And having it be out of our control made it even more difficult when people had to close their businesses, close their restaurant or bar, lay off employees, and lose income, and lose family. I mean, if you not only look at the loss of businesses and the loss of financial safety and security, there was all this loss of life too. And while you might be listening to this and say to yourself, well, I didn't have any of that in your life. Well, I can guarantee that you knew someone that lost someone during this pandemic. So that alone is really a challenge. It's really a struggle for people. And having to deal with the pressure of that change and especially the unknown that's on the other side of it is where we can get kind of caught in this cycle of stress. But on the other hand, I want you to think about, too, how there's good changes in life. Sticking with this past year and being in the pandemic, I know some friends that found out they had a new passion or maybe a passion they always had but didn't know what to do with it um, about photography and taking pictures. And so those friends started taking pictures obviously at a safe distance and being COVID compliant of friends and scenery and holiday gatherings with immediate family. You had to have seen all those doorstep 
pictures that were all over Facebook and Instagram. Uh, And some of those were taken by my friends that loved photography or found out that they loved photography. So this new passion was a good change for them. And then I also know a couple of people that found out they loved to repurpose furniture. So I'll be driving around town from time to time and see a piece of furniture left on the curb and wonder, huh, could I do something with that? Could I make that better and work in my home or even update it and resell it? Well, I had some friends do exactly that. They would pick up those pieces that were left on the side of the road, come home, re reupholster them, paint them, do whatever, and either sell them or give them to families that needed something. Um, It was a really, really cool thing to watch happen. All these people that may have lost a job, but found another way to make money or another way to satisfy their family and not allow themselves to get really bored and um, a way to cope with the stress. And while speaking of stress, there was some other people that also found out during this pandemic that they could care for themselves in a way that they couldn't before. And what I mean by that is they started to take care of their own health so they would get better sleep. They used the time that they had that they used to commute because they're now working from home as a way to work out and move their body, as an opportunity to use their time wisely. And a lot more meals were made at home. So generally speaking, those meals made at home are probably a little bit healthier. So there not only was some tough changes this year, but there was also some changes that were good as well. And while most people don't like change, there are ways to get through it. Now, most people probably don't like change for two reasons. One, they lose control over the situation. They aren't able to put their thumb on it. They aren't able to handle everything. And they don't know what the outcome is going to be because they don't have control over the situation. And two, It makes it so they lack consistency. All of a sudden, this change happens, and it turns their world upside down, and they're dealing with stuff that they might not be used to. So if you're one of those people that doesn't like change, think back to the last time that you went through a big change. Did you have control over the situation, and did it all of a sudden change your routine, change your structure, change the timeline of how you like to do things. If that is the case, then there is a way to change it, (laughs) change it for the better. Now, with change, there's not only big changes, but there's also small changes too. And I was talking to my husband about changes recently. And we were just throwing ideas out there about what's a big change and what's a small change. And I said, well, what about a haircut? A haircut's a small change because your hair can always grow back. And he said, well, what if it's someone dealing with cancer? 
cutting off their hair to them is a big change. Or what about moving to the other side of the country? That's a big change to me. But to someone that's a college student that might be super excited to start a new life, that could be a kind of small change for them. But then I thought more about it. And I noticed the fact that him and I had different views on what's a big change and what's a small change. And that's going to be the same for you. You're not going to think that what I think is a small change is a small change in all cases. However, I think I've come up with one example that you can use that is both a big change and a small change. A big change would be paying off all your debt. Imagine not having to send Sally Mae a check every single month and pay that bill. Paying off all of your debt would be a big change for most people because they have a lot more money in their pockets every week. In that same vein, a small change would just be paying off one bill out of your entire debt. So when you think about changes, Think about the small wins. Think about the baby steps, especially if it's something that you're working towards. I want you to think about it that way because I want you to celebrate those small wins. I want you to celebrate those small action steps that get you to that big change that you're working towards. It's the compound effect. The more you work on those small things, the closer you're going to get to that big thing. So, Don't always think of change as this earth-shattering, crazy thing that's going to happen. That's not how it has to be. You can deal with those small changes as well and make it so it's pleasurable. Yeah, change can be fun. It can be really easy to deal with if it's enjoyable. Think about a positive change. Think about something that you want. Maybe it's an increase in income. Maybe you want to lose 10 pounds. Maybe you want to move to a warmer climate. Well, think of all the steps that go into making those changes. If you talk about losing weight, well, it doesn't happen overnight. You need to make your diet a little bit better, more cleaner. You need to move your body more. You need to drink more water. Those are all small changes that you might need to make in order to get to that big change of losing weight. So if your goal is to lose weight and your goal, that big change you want to do is lose 10 pounds and one of the small changes you need to make is increase your water, keep track of that so that way you can celebrate when you have had your water intake for the day. It can be really exciting and have you allow you to have this super proud moment when you've accomplished something. So don't forget about the good changes, the positive changes that happen in your life. And yeah, if you are dealing with a change that's unwanted and more negative, it can be a lot more difficult to handle. Something that is forced upon you, like a lost job, or maybe forced over time when you just don't have the capacity to do it, but 
you're forced by your employer, or maybe during this pandemic, you gained some weight. I know I did. (laughs) And I think a lot of people did. Those kind of things are negative and unwanted. Yeah, the gained weight was not really forced upon me, but (laughs) it wasn't what I wanted. So it was difficult to handle. It was difficult to see that my clothes didn't fit right anymore. And if you're dealing with that sort of a change that's unwanted and just makes you sad and go into a depressive state, don't forget that you can get out of it. So how do you deal with all these changes that we come that we encounter on a regular basis? Well, the first thing is you're going to have lots of emotions. And when you have those emotions, process them. Go through them. There's a song that says if you're going through hell, keep on going because you will get through it. You will get to the other side. So if you feel like you have to cry, cry. If you feel like you have to laugh, laugh. It doesn't matter what type of emotion it is, but feel it. Because when you feel it, you're more apt to understand it. The second thing I want you to think about doing to help you deal with change is to write out a pros and cons list. I know this is like super juvenile and might seem really tedious, but when you write out the list, you're probably going to see You have things more so on one side versus the other. So let's take that example of your finances and paying off all your debt. Well, the pros to paying off all your debt is that you would have more money in your pocket, you would have more freedom, and you would be able to choose more about what you do in your own life. And the cons might be, You might have to pay some taxes, especially on your house if you own one. You might have to be a little bit more conscious with what you do with your money because you're more focused on making sure that you live within your means. And maybe a con would be the fact that you can't just say yes to that trip that you've been invited on because you need to save up for it. So write out the pros and cons list so you can physically see how this change is going to affect you. And then once you have this list, create a plan to help you get through it, to help you get past it. Creating a plan is one of the biggest things that I'm a proponent of because I really truly believe a plan is how you can work through just about anything. So don't just write out the pros and cons list. Take that and use it to your advantage. The third thing I want you to do to help you deal with change is to look on the bright side and see the positives. In anything, anything, there is always a silver lining. There is always a bright bright side. This pandemic helped me figure out that I need to slow down. And while I am a huge fan of self-care and and being kind to my body and my mind and my soul, I even took it a step further and slowed down more. I refrained from using social media on as much as I was before because seeing all that 
those news reports that were all over social media just got me into an anxious and depressive state. So one of the good things that came out of this pandemic was how little I use social media. So always look on the bright side. Always, always, because you're going to be able to find something good in everything. Number four, I want you to find a healthy coping mechanism. Exercise, move your body, walk, run, do some yoga. It doesn't matter. Move your body. Maybe read, take up reading. Nonfiction books, fiction books, romances, it doesn't matter. Maybe that's your good coping mechanism. Or writing, journaling, getting all your thoughts out of your head and brain dumping them on a piece of paper can be so incredibly healthy. So find a coping mechanism that is healthy. I'm not talking about going out on a Friday night and binging on alcohol. That's not what I want to encourage you to do. Find something healthy that is going to help you process those feelings that you have and get you through it. And the last thing I want you to try and do, and I know this one might be a little tough, is I want you to be open to change. Think about it. In almost all cases, when there's change, you will be okay. You might not want to hear that right now, but I truly believe that that's the truth. In almost all cases, you are going to get through it. You are going to survive. You are going to come out on the other side, either the same as you are now, if not better. So be open to the change. Even if it's not something you want to tackle and you want to swallow, understand that change is here. Change happens every day. Change is everywhere. And if you ever lived a life that had zero changes whatsoever, you would probably be a robot you would not have the most fun and exciting life. (laughs) And I myself am not a fan of change. So me saying be open to the change is reasonable because if I can do it, you can do it, my friends. So think back on this past year and take a look at all the changes that happened in, in your life and see how you went through them. See how you dealt with them. And if you didn't deal with them very well, just know that it's okay. Don't judge yourself, but learn from your experiences, move on, and be better tomorrow. Okay, guys, that's it for today. If you took anything away from this episode, let me know what it is. Tell me what your biggest takeaway was by sharing a screenshot of this episode on socials. And don't forget to tag me in your post. You can find me at TheRealJenMullen on Instagram, RealJenMullen on Twitter, and Just Live Mindfully on Facebook. Heck, if you know of a friend that needs to hear this episode, share it with them. And for more information, head on over to JenMullen.com. I want to thank you for sticking with me. Remember to hit that subscribe button so you always get the next episode as soon as it drops. Here's to living mindfully, friends. I'll talk to you next week.